0: From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, I'm Michael Krasny. Clashes between federal forces and Portland protesters escalated last night and early this morning. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler was tear gassed by federal agents after holding a meeting with protesters. We'll get an update on the situation and check in with former Department of Homeland Security Chief Michael Chertoff. But first, Marin County supervisors on Tuesday approved an ordinance allowing for residents to report others who violate coronavirus health orders. Penalties could run up to $10,000, and we'll talk with the county, and we want to hear from you. Do you welcome this added enforcement, or does it go too far? You can call us now at 866-733-6786. Again, that's 866-733-6786, or email forum at kqed.org. Welcome to this morning's forum. I'm Michael Krasny. The Marin County Board of Supervisors approved an ordinance on Tuesday allowing government employees and police officers to penalize businesses and individuals who do not comply with public health orders to slow the spread of COVID 19. The penalties run from $25 to $10,000 and include violations like refusal to wear a mask or hosting a party in this segment we'll talk with a county official and a local business owner about the order and we want to get your take should residents and businesses be fined if they aren't in compliance with the latest health orders you can give us a call right now at our toll-free number it's 866-733-6786 that's 866-733-6786 or get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook, we're at KQED Forum or email. Any questions you might have to forum at kqed.org. And joining us first is Lainey Hendricks, uh, Public Information Officer for Marin County. And welcome to the program. Glad to have you.
1: Glad to be here, Michael. Thank you for the invite.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the place we begin here is with the necessity of this ordinance uh, before we talk about what it is. There's been a surge of cases in Marin and uh, Marin is on the watch list. And what we're doing here is kind of mobilizing a government effort, aren't we?
1: Oh, really, truly, we are. Um, And you're right. We are in the middle of a pandemic. We are seeing a surge not only in cases, but also hospitalizations in Marin County. And um, this is a a necessary evil, if you will, in terms of trying to get a handle on curbing the spread of COVID-19 in our communities, and hopefully bringing that um, surge in cases down so that we can get off that state list and, and start making plans to eventually, you know, continue to reopen our communities where we can.
0: Well, under the ordinance, as I understand it, city and town government workers uh, can actually cite violations as opposed to, <coughs> excuse me, violations from police officers and government workers who witness a violation can issue a citation and give a 72 hour notice to comply. But I suppose that's controversial enough. And yet you also have a solicitation of complaints from residents, from citizens.
1: Right. Well, I do want to. I do want to make sure I stress that that seventy-two hours. You know, we we do want to lead with education and intervention. We are not uh, looking to implement gotcha tactics where we're going to actively sneak up on businesses and find them. Um, and by and large, um, we have seen uh, good compliance across the board. Uh, what we're trying to do is just really tighten it up and make sure as many businesses and individuals are as compliant as possible. So for that, um, uh, you know, tip line, if you will, um, that was something that we implemented um, last week. It is an email address that residents can report if they see a business that they believe to be out of compliance. Basically, give us a tip to then investigate um, whether that be, you know, none of the employees were wearing masks, or something maybe a business that according to you know current local and state health order um, guidelines, either should not be operating in a certain way or whatever it may be. Um, then we take those tips. Um, we run them you know, by um, a, a series of experts as will legal as well as those from code enforcement, environmental health services and otherwise, to determine the legitimacy of it, investigate, and then if we find that that business is in fact out of compliance, as I mentioned before, um, provide some innovation and, and education Because, you know, we want to hand it to our businesses. It has been a rocky road. The state has been continually uh, revising some of these guidelines as things are allowed to open. And then with this watch list, things have had to close or things have had to change. And so we do want to make sure that our businesses are aware of the very latest things and give them the opportunity to make that correction. And then if a business truly refuses to make a correction, um, then that's when we can implement this potential fine structure.
0: But uh, let me get this straight, though. Uh, and by the way, we're talking to Lainey Hendricks, public information officer from Marin County. Violations of public health orders are considered criminal misdemeanors under this uh, ruling or this ordinance. And uh, that means that if somebody uh, reports someone who's not wearing a mask or somebody, uh, people who have gathered in public, um, or for that matter, um Serving outside in a restaurant and serving inside rather than outside or cutting hair outside rather than inside. These are all things, uh, including non-essential offices uh, staying closed that can be fined and, and the fines uh, are pretty significant.
1: Uh, there is a, a, a range in fines and I, I want to clarify something that you said earlier. So there's two different fine mechanisms. If we're talking about a business, it's $250 up to $10,000. For a civil penalty. So if there was an individual you mentioned, you know, a party um, that that fine structure goes up to $500 so we wouldn't be implementing a $10,000 fine on on an individual, um, not wearing a mask or something like that. Um, But it, uh, it is um, You mentioned that it is a misdemeanor and that is true. So in theory, um, you know, somebody that refuses to comply with the public health order or a business um, owner could be arrested, but we also recognize that um, that process takes time. There's an immense amount of report writing, there's a court process um, and so on and so forth. And so by implementing this uh, administrative fine structure, we're able to enhance the enforcement of our public health um, health orders uh, in a way that's not so onerous to implement. Uh, again, really stressing that education and intervention first, um, but we're hoping to, that this fine mechanism will incentivize compliance.
0: You've also got a, actually uh, an email uh, address that was launched, uh, I believe, on the 10th of July to report businesses in violation of rules. Uh getting about 60 a day uh, and recommending calling law enforcement first. But let me bring some callers into this and invite you to join us. If you have a response to what we're talking about here, which is Marin County ordinance for citations for noncompliance with COVID 19 health orders, Lainey Hendricks with us public information officer for Marin and you can join us toll free eight, six, six, seven, three, three, six, seven, eight, six. That's eight, six, six, seven, three, three, six, seven, eight, six, or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED forum or email Forum at kqed.org. Let's get Lisa on. Who's joining us from Oakland? Lisa, join us. You're on the air. Good morning.
2: Hi. Thank you. Um, My comment is just the social fabric in this country is already fraying, and now you're going to create informers um, among neighbors. It makes next door look pleasant. So I just think this goes too far. People should comply based on moral persuasion, not based on you know informing on their neighbors.
0: Hey, Lisa, I thank you for that statement, and we'll let it stand. We'll get another caller on right away. Aaron's calling us from Sausalito in Marin County. Aaron, welcome. You're on the air.
3: Hi, Michael. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm owner of Seaplane Adventures in uh, Marin County. Uh, we're a 70-year-old uh, business uh, here, and um, the, the first point I want to make is we're a federally regulated uh, air carrier, an essential business, we have never uh, been shut down uh, during uh, this pandemic, um, and until the Marin County Sheriffs came uh, to visited us and threatened us with $1,000 per flight fines, uh, which just further demonstrates the capriciousness of uh, of uh, uh, how they're enforcing this. Um, And uh, in my mind, this demonstrates a clear failure of leadership. encouraging uh, people uh, to turn their own neighbors in who are uh, like us, just a a small business trying to survive.
0: All right, Aaron, I thank you for that. And uh, we're going to go right to another caller who's in favor of this. Uh, Let's hear from Mike in San Francisco. Mike, good morning. Hi, good morning. Yeah, I'm actually in
3: favor of this because I actually do work for a municipality and we do not have the ability to enforce this uh, health order. So As a civil servant, I'm asked to go into these facilities and perform a service, and there's really no way to enforce the health order. I can refuse the service, but ultimately I'm asked to go back or somehow it comes back on me for refusing the service. So really we need somebody out there to, uh, you know, actually enforce this because we literally in San Francisco, there is no enforcement of this. The cops don't enforce it. The health department doesn't enforce it. Uh, the department I work for doesn't enforce it. So, um, you know, I am in favor for it. And I do believe, as the last caller said, the contact tracing is a big deal. We don't have it, so we need some other mechanisms to actually have people do what they're supposed to do. Otherwise, I don't know where we're going to end up.
0: Mike, it's good to hear from you. I appreciate your call. And I should mention, as far as enforcement, that the next couple of weeks, law enforcement agencies and marina municipal departments in charge of restaurant health inspections will be out and uh, a lot of this actually uh came into passing uh well it's by the way going to happen and it's it's been passed in napa the fines are less uh and likely to happen in contra costa county but uh, marin has a smaller jurisdiction so they don't receive direct uh allocations from the federal government and they rely on the state to share some of its 9.8 billion to help uh, With uh, COVID pandemic costs, Elizabeth writes kudos to Marin County for imposing fines on individuals and businesses without fines. What other way is there to motivate those who lack common sense or decency to comply? If violators haven't gotten the message by now, what hope is there? And Steve writes, "Uh, I'm nice. I'm sick of entitled, misinformed white people prolonging this crisis for us. Key says, "Is there actually any legal substance to the personal liberty arguments against mask mandates? Putting aside all questions of public health and politicization, I wonder: Is there a legitimate legal dispute here, or not? Let me go back to you, Laney Hendricks, on that, if I could. Um, what about the legal, <laughs> the, the the legal argument behind this? Uh, can you shed that for us somewhat?"
1: um yes and i'll try not to cite uh too many legal codes california constitution article this and that but um yes a county or a city may make and enforce within its limits all local police sanitary and other ordinances and regulations um you know not in conflict with general laws um, but it allows counties to make any violation of any ordinance subject to an administrative fine or a penalty Um, and, and and to address some of the, um, you know, the concerns that were mentioned by the previous callers, um, you know, we, we, we're not actively looking to, um, like, as I mentioned earlier, um, do any gotcha tactics, sneak up on people and, and slap them with a fine. And we certainly do not want to encourage neighbors snitching on neighbors. The email address that was set up is really a tip line for reporting businesses that, Uh, again, are clearly operating out of compliance because maybe employees are not wearing masks at all, there's some questionable sanitary procedures underway, or maybe it's a business that is operating illegally um, under the eyes of the state. And we need to remember that the state is um, really a determining factor in what industries can and cannot uh, operate at this time. So the county as an enforcement arm of the state is doing the best it can um, in providing education to our various businesses and support. Um, to get through this really challenging time.
0: But you know there are going to be neighbors informing on other neighbors. That's just the nature of uh, how these things sometimes uh, fall into place, especially <laughs> if there's aggression between the neighbors or hostility of some sort. But let me uh, get another caller in here, and let's bring uh, uh, Wayaka from Sonoma on. Good morning. You're on the air. Good,
2: good morning. Good morning. So I, um, I have a question about Sonoma County. I manage a boutique in Sonoma, in Sonoma County. Wondering if we have um, any way to, is there an email for us to report people? There's a boutique that is directly next door to us, and the owner of that boutique refuses to wear a mask. She also refuses to put the signs up that the city gave us asking people to wear masks. And Wayaka, really excuse me. As I said earlier,
0: uh, Napa County now has these uh, ordin- uh, similar ordinance in place. I think you're going to have to call your officials or or City Hall, so to speak, uh, to find out what you can do in Sonoma. But okay. this, as I said, is is uh, something that may be looked at as a paradigm. Uh, and uh, Wayaka, what do you think about this ordinance, though? You like it?
2: No, I do. I absolutely like it because what's happening is we're becoming we're having to police our customers and it's been it's really hard i mean it just i would say you know only one out of ten object to it but it would be wonderful if we could have some kind of support system in this way because all we're trying to do of course is keep people safe and uh, and keep ourselves safe so i i think that if people it's been really obvious our numbers are skyrocketing in california and uh and sonoma's now you know been on lockdown also sonoma county and it, it's clear to me that, unfortunately, we're not able to have our big boy and big girl pants on and take care of ourselves. Like, we, we can't do it. So I feel like this is, I think this is great, honestly. And I think that if you comply, you're fine. I mean, we, we all wanna get through this as quickly as we can. Um, it's not gonna be easy. I feel that it's um, an easy solution in the grand scheme of things, Uh, wearing masks, social distancing, isn't that hard. Um, And I just, I feel like we're spoiled Americans. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Well,
0: I wish you good luck and I thank you for the call. And uh, I want to bring somebody else into this conversation. Before I do, I want to read some more comments that are coming in. Sean tweets, I thoroughly support this. Hopefully it's sparingly enforced, but I think it sends an important message. Speeding is fine because it's dangerous for yourself and others. Masks operate on the same principle during an airborne transmitted pandemic. And Jim writes, why don't they make COVID regulations part of the health code requirements for restaurants and treat violations the same way they handle any other health code violations? They could also post compliance scores. And Matthew writes, about time they put teeth into public health rules, scoff laws from the White House down to unmasked customers are killing people with their obstinacy. Well, let's hear from Kyle Hendricks, who is owner of Zinn's Wine Bar in Corte Madeira, which is in Marin County. And uh, Kyle Hendricks, welcome to the forum program. Good to have you aboard.
4: Well, good morning. Thanks for letting me come on to speak my mind,
0: I guess. Well, I want you to speak your mind, uh, and I think it's a mind that's terribly opposed to this, isn't
4: it? I, you know what? I am opposed to the fines. Um, I think what we're asking the common citizen to do is become the self-imposed arbiter of what they believe is correct and right, um, whether they may or may not know the actual authority or the mandates that are handed down by the health departments. Um you're asking them to to basically rat people out. And while I know that it's important and I'm totally sensitive to everybody else's desire to to be well and be safe, um, I think the implication is sending the wrong message. And here at the bar, we have uh, mandates and and issues that we have set in place long ago. Um, Wearing masks, if you're roaming about, wear your mask. If you're at your table with your friends, um, it's at your discretion, actually, but we suggest that you wear a mask when you come into the area. We have signs up that say, basically, mask up, be safe, be smart, do the right thing.
0: Kyle, um, it sounds like you're uh, doing things very responsibly in terms of your business, and that's well, we are. To We're, not,
4: you know, I don't want anybody to get sick. I don't want, I don't want us to get sick. No, but certainly. forgive me. Let me just
0: questions. follow that through on the moment. What about all those businesses who aren't necessarily complying the way you are, or necessarily? Uh, creating the kind of safe environment that you're creating.
4: And I believe that there are those places that are, you know, that are not following the rules Um, and whatever mental state they may be in. I, you know, I can't attest to that, but that's why we're telling people to be safe and be smart. And if you can't follow the rules and if you can't do things that will help prevent other people and be sensitive to other people's needs, I, 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 personally don't know how to handle that and don't know what to do, but you know, asking other people to rat people out, I think, is really the wrong message. And the domino effect of that, though, is imagine on a daily basis some authority, whether it's going to be the health department or the police or, or the strike team awareness department, whatever you want to call it, all of a sudden they're getting 60, 50, 100, 200 phone calls a day. When agencies are already strapped with staffing issues, who's going to handle the calls? And then who's going to investigate? And then I can just see the domino effect of that, people arbitrarily getting fines for things that may not have been investigated, may not be correct, um, based on some arbitrary idea that somebody's been turned in.
0: So you're raising questions about implementation, and I can certainly understand your concern there. And I thank you. That's Kyle Hendricks, by the way, who's the owner of Zin's Wine Bar in Corta Madeira who is opposed to the ordinance for the reasons you just heard. Let's bring another caller on, and that's John and Bolinas. John, you're on.
3: Um, hi, Michael. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, my question for the uh, Marin County, um, your guest, is there's a number of short-term rentals that continue to operate out in West Marin, despite the fact that the county has said that they should cease operations. I think um, it places an undue burden on the motel operators who are clearly can't operate. Yet, despite having called on uh, several occasions, um, their uh, short-term rentals that, that continue to exist continue to operate. Hello, who do I
1: call?
0: Yeah, no, you're with us. Uh, you, the question is for you, Laney Hendricks. Uh, Laney Hendricks, again, public information officer for Marin County. Laney Hendricks
1: yeah so um, I encourage you to um, you know reach out to because you know short-term rentals are considered a business and I want to again stress that this this tip line that we've created is really for um, for businesses and to clarify a couple other things that were said earlier um, um, it is a tip line like any tip line we do have um, it's an email address and so we have individuals that are going to go through and review the le- legitimacy of the argument so if it's something like you know a person, Happen to be walking down the street without a mask. There's nothing we can do with that because we don't know where they were, who they were, uh, and that sort of thing. But if they give us enough detail that that warrants a legitimate argument, then we will investigate it, but we will not necessarily impose a fine until um, one of our code enforcement agencies or others that are participating on these task force actually puts eyes on the business and concludes that, yes, the business is operating out of Um, out out of compliance. So for the person that's calling about the short-term rentals, those are also on our radar. We're aware of of many individuals who have continued to ignore um, the rules. And part of this um, code enforcement is it allows us a mechanism to to incentivize them to stop using those as weekend vacation rentals. So to report those things, um, you can go to our coronavirus website on our contact page. There's a way to report um businesses. The email address itself is SIP violation at Marin as well. Um, so if you truly have concerns about what that violation, that, that there is somebody the opera, uh, operating in violation, um, certainly give us a tip and we, as I mentioned, will look into it for the logismi- legitimacy of that and then take appropriate action. Again, leading with education and intervention giving someone the opportunity to take corrective action. But if they continue to refuse to comply, we're now incentivizing compliance.
0: All right, again, Lady Hendricks, public information officer for Marin. Let me read a few more of your comments before we conclude this segment. A listener writes, I walk every day and see people failing to use masks on narrow paths. Asking them to do so only seems to make people angry and defiant. And uh, here's Susan, who says, I wrote a letter to Governor Newsom that if he doesn't close and state down again, we'll continue to suffer a growing cascade of cases and deaths. We cannot continue to pretend our behaviors have no consequences. Radical closing is the only way to get the virus under control, and that means the entire state. And uh, I'm sorry to say we're really flat out of time here. There was a lot of listener interest and a lot of comments that I didn't get to and calls I didn't get to, but we're going to get to something else. We're going to talk about what's been going on in Portland and what's going on now in big cities like Kansas City and Albuquerque and Chicago. Paramilitary, next.